This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 61 of Curry in the Pot. <laughs> I almost forgot what episode we're on, but we are in fact on episode number 61. Just want to thank you guys for the continued love and support. NFL Week 5 is in the books. It's in the rear view. NFL Week 6 is approaching tonight. And we have a banger. We have a good NFC East rivalry. We've seen some great games in this rivalry. And it's the Eagles and the Giants tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The Giants are at home. The Eagles are on the road. And they are both coming off of, you know, two losses. And the Giants, in particularly, a heartbreaking loss in their last game against the Carolina Panthers. But, of course, I'm going to recap week number five. My dad predicted some games, too. I'm going to talk about how he did. And then, of course, I'm going to predict week six. So, here we go. Last Thursday, we had the Patriots and the Colts. And to no one's surprise, the Patriots won. The final score in that game was 38-24. to Tom Brady threw his 500th career touchdown in that game. And it was to Josh Gordon. But he threw his 500th career touchdown in that game. Tom Brady, he's been good, but he hasn't been, you know, great. He's thrown six interceptions this year, but he threw three TDs in that game. Sony Michelle, he had 19 carries for 98 yards in a TD. James White, a PPR juggernaut in fantasy football formats, he had 10 catches for 77 yards in a TD. He's a beast in PPR leagues, but the New England Patriots look to be getting back to their winning ways. They beat the Colts 38-24. Next game, ladies and gentlemen, was the Bills and the Titans. And I said last week that this game was going to be close. I said it. Um, It was close, and the Bills did, in fact, win. I said that the Bills would play the Titans close. I didn't think the Titans would lose, but this was a really, you know, really defensive game. If you like defense, this was the game for you. Final score was 13-12. Buffalo won. It was an ugly game. Neither team, you know, threw a TD. It was all field goals. And, you know, kind of boring. No, Josh Allen had a, he had a touchdown run. But I said neither team threw a TD. Josh Allen had a touchdown run. And it was just field goals after that, pretty much. And they got it done 13-12. to 12. Shout out to the Bills, who've been playing, you know, competitive football lately. Shout out to them. Next game was the Steelers and the Falcons. I picked that game incorrectly. I started off rough, guys. Started off rough. Picked that game incorrectly. It was an absolute blowout. But the Falcons have a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Grady Jarrett, Keanu Neal. It's just a ton. The defense is decimated right now. So many injuries on that side of the ball. And Pittsburgh looks like they're getting their mojo back. It looks like they're getting their swag back. Ben Roethlisberger threw three TDs. James Conner had a pretty good game. Antonio Brown, Mr. Business is booming. Had two TDs, six catches for a buck one. And the Steelers look like they're getting back to their ways. Le'Veon Bell's supposed to come back on the Week 7 bye, so can they get it together in time for when he comes back? We'll see. Next game was the Jets and the Broncos. I kind of wanted to pick the Jets at the start of last week. I kind of did, but I don't know. Something, something inside of me said pick the Broncos, and that's what I did, but I picked that game correctly. 
The Broncos did have to travel to the East Coast and play after a short week. They played, you know, the previous Monday against the Chiefs. But the Jets took care of business, winning that game 34-16, winning pretty easily. Sam Donald threw three TDs in that game. Isaiah Crowell was the story, though, with 15 carries for 218 and a TD. And the Jets looked pretty good. They played sound football. They're not the best team. I still think the receiving corps need some help. And, you know, just to add a few more pieces. But they're definitely trending in the right direction for the future. So shout out to the Jets. But I did pick that game correctly. Next game was the Chiefs and the Jaguars. A game that had a little buildup because Tyreek Hill and Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey had some comments to say about my man at Cheeto on Twitter. My boy Tyreek Hill had some things to say about him. Tyreek Hill did actually beat him on one play. But the Chiefs, they, 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 they went again. <laughs> they went again. 30-14 to 14 was the final score of the story, though. Patrick Mahomes, he threw two interceptions in that game. He hadn't thrown a pick yet in his young career. He threw two picks in that game, and he didn't appear to be rattled, even despite throwing interceptions. He didn't appear to look too rattled after that. You know, he ran for a TD early in the game, just pretty much controlled the game, looked good, made some good throws. You know, he had over 300 yards again. Made some good throws. Travis Kelsey had five catches for a buck hundred. Well, I'm sorry, 100. And then Kareem Hunt, 22 carries for 87 yards. The Chiefs, you know, they did what they had to do to win. Pat Mahomes did face a little adversity in that game. Like I said, throwing two picks and getting sacked a few times. But the Chiefs, they, they, they're still rolling, man. 5-0. Next game we have is the Panthers and the Giants, a game that came down to the wire. And a lot was made of that game because of Odell Beckham's comments, and I totally had nothing wrong with his comments, okay? Because some things needed to be said and addressed, and a lot of people are giving him criticism, but that was the best game that the Giants had scoring-wise in like two and a half years. So to say that, what he said was wrong, fool. I, I I just disagree. I totally disagree because that was the best game that they played offensive scoring-wise in two and a half years. Odell Beckham not only caught a TD in that game, but he also threw it a touchdown to Saquon Barkley. The Giants were well in that game. They played really good. I mean, they lost on a 63-yard field goal, a heartbreaker. What, what can you really say? That was tied for the, an NFL record for longest field goal. Graham Gano, you know, he has the boot. He couldn't make field goals when he was here in D.C., but that's none of my business. But the Giants suffer another defeat, and they're now 1-4, ladies and gentlemen. But got to give credit when credit is due. Panthers played a pretty good, sound football game. The Giants, with with the exception of a few mistakes, they should be 3-2. My boy Zeke is a diehard Giants fan. We were just talking about this before I started recording. And honestly... The Giants are literally a few mistakes away from winning. and But that's the, that's the difference, you know. Turnovers, silly stuff, uh, the, the that punt that messed everything up and, and got the Panthers a TD. Just little simple stuff like that, you know, decides games. But the Panthers got it done 33-31. I, I did bad on these picks, guys. I really did. I did pick the Panthers to win this one, but I did bad. Next game was the Browns and the Ravens. A defensive battle yet again. Another one. Another one, guys. The score was 12-9. to And the Browns, they got another W. Shout out to the Browns. They've been playing some good football lately. I know I say that a lot about, you know, a lot of teams. But they really have been playing good football. 12-9 was the final score. They beat a good Ravens team. 
Next game was the Raiders and the Chargers. And now go Chargers, go. The Chargers took care of business. Phillip Rivers threw for 339 and two TDs. Melvin Gordon has been playing good football. I wish I would have picked him up in fantasy. I regret it. But I just have no reason to pick the Raiders in any game. This team is terrible. They traded their best player. They didn't want to pay him. This team sucks. So I, I can't pick them. I'm sorry. But the Chargers won 26-10. to 10. Next game was the 49ers and the Cardinals. I, listen, I talked about this last week. I picked the 49ers, but I also said that I could see the Cardinals winning. And that's what they went out and did. I usually, you know, I have to record and get my games in before the Thursday night game. But, like, the following day, last Friday, I was saying, I wish I would have picked the Cardinals. I wish I would have picked the Cardinals, and I wish I would have picked the Jets on air. But I didn't. And look what the Cardinals did. They went out there, and they got a W, their first W of the season. Josh Rosen was the quarterback for that game. 28-18 to 18 was the final score. And shout-out to the Cardinals. Next game was the Vikings and the Eagles. This was a this was a close call. And I really didn't know. I figured I couldn't see the Vikings losing again. This that would have been just an atrocious start for a team that went to the NFC Championship. They did get, you know, redemption. Redemption was on their mind because they lost how they lost last year in the NFC Championship, getting blown out. And I gotta give credit when credit is due. They won that game. Shout out to the Vikings. That was a good game. Carson Wentz. He still doesn't look 100% like himself. Eventually he will, but he definitely looks like he's like 80-85%. Another game was the Bengals and the Dolphins. Final score in that game was 27-17. The Bengals 4-1. They look really good. Ah, This is a team I wrote off. Had them going like 5-11, 6-10 at best. Joe Mixon came back. He was effective. And the Dolphins aren't a bad team either, but the Bengals got that one. Next game, Panthers, I'm sorry, Packers and Packers and Lions, a game that really threw everyone off. The Packers were without Geronimo Allison in that game and Randall Cobb as well, but I just I just didn't see the Lions winning. The Giants the Lions aren't that good of a team. And they beat the Packers. I don't know what's going on. Obviously we know Aaron Rodgers isn't hundred percent yet either, but I don't know. That game just caught me way off guard. It was a division game, an NFC North showdown, so I guess I should have been mindful of that. Next game, Rams and the Seahawks. Final score in that game was 33-31. The Rams remain undefeated despite losing Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks both to concussions in that game in the first half. They were battle-tested in that game. The Seahawks gave them all they could handle, honestly. Todd Gurley. Another monster game, three TDs. Jared Goff, he didn't play his best game. But like I said, the Rams did enough to win. They were battle-tested. They got it done. Next game, the Sunday nighter, was the Cowboys and the Texans. Listen, I told you guys last week that the Cowboys struggled against mobile QBs. It's a proven fact. You look at the games that they won, look at the games they lost. They lost to all mobile QBs week one. Cam Newton. They played the Seahawks, I believe, in week three. Russell Wilson. And then week five, Sunday night, they played Deshaun Watson, who is one of the really good up-and-coming QBs in this league. I think he could be an MVP candidate one day. All three of those guys are mobile QBs. And it proves my point, proves my boy Zeke's point. Cowboys struggle with mobile QBs. I don't know what to say. 
And it was a good game, though. I, I will I will say that. It was a crazy game. They The Texans don't win that game without my boy DeAndre Hopkins, a.k.a. Nuke the Bomb. They don't win that game without him. Final score was 19-16. That was a really good game, though. I, I figured the game would be close. And, you know, the over-unders, the Cowboys haven't, you know, none of their games have been over. But that was a good game, though. It was a really good game. Way to cap off my Sunday. And then the Monday night or a game that broke my heart. Oh, I I should have I should have known I should uh, should have known to not pick the Redskins. They do this. This is this is just the Redskins. This is the history. This is the state of this team. This is the state of this franchise. They just let you down, okay? And not only did they let me down, they they didn't even compete. I don't understand because this is a team that had two weeks to prepare. Not one, but two weeks. They coming off a of bye week. Had two weeks to prepare for Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints. I'm going to get to Drew Brees setting that record. I'm going to get to that. But I'm disgusted and disappointed in my Washington Redskins. That Not only were they unprepared, they were undisciplined. Just silly penalties that cost them, that extended drives, even earlier in the game. Just, just costly mistakes. The Monte Nicholson penalty, the... Josh Norman penalty, which I, I think the officials could have let that one go. Then the Quinn Dunbar penalty in the red zone on like third and goal. It's just stuff like that just building up. And then don't even get me started on the blown coverages on the defensive side of the ball. It was just awful. Drew Brees, not only did he break the all-time passing yards record, but he did it on a 62-yard bomb on blown coverage. Like, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I I was just disgusted. The final score in that game was 43 to 19. Let's talk about Drew Brees setting the record for the all-time passing yards in the NFL history for a career. But to people who were, you know, saying the Redskins suck, they paused the game and all that. Have you ever seen a record being broken? They stop the game all the time. Okay? I'm not sure if you watch enough football, but they stop the game, you know. All the time when somebody does something very historic. Like Chris Carter's a thousand catches. They they do this all the time. So people just tripping, saying some crazy stuff. I mean the Redskins deserve it though. They didn't they didn't compete. They look terrible. Of course you're gonna be the butt of everybody's jokes if you you're looking flat, you're looking terrible. Especially after having two weeks to prepare. That's probably what irritates me the most. They had two weeks to prepare because they had a week four bye. But Drew Brees, shout out to him. Having the most career passing yards in NFL history. This is a guy who was, you know, a bit of an underdog. Went to a basketball school coming out of, you know, high school. Went to Purdue. He didn't, you know, it, he's a he's an undersized guy at that. And, you know, everybody knows the neck history injury that Drew Brees had. And this was a guy whose career looked to be over with at one point. Then, you know, you had him going to the Saints. And Hurricane Katrina, when that happened, the Saints weren't even playing home games. They were playing games in New York, San Antonio, stuff like that. And Drew Brees had just overcome so much. And then you got the Saints winning the Super Bowl. Like, Drew Brees is, a, is an icon in, in New Orleans. He, he'll get a statue someday, definitely. But I got to give credit when credit is due. I've always liked Drew Brees. He's definitely, like, top eight all the time in QBs. But we can talk about that, you know, another day. So... Before I hop into week six predictions, I went seven and eight on the picks. My dad went eight and seven. A few of these games caught me. You know, the Bills game, the Jets, the 49ers, the Packers, 
few games just caught me totally off guard, but that's no excuse. I guarantee I won't go under 500 the rest of the year. I promise. So let's hop into these week six predictions. Tonight we have a Thursday night football game. And we have the Giants hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, if this prediction goes south, I'm never picking this team again. But I'm going with the Giants tonight. I think if the Giants lose tonight, their season is over. The division is really up for grabs. The Redskins are 2-2. Two two, Eagles are 2-3. I think the Cowboys are 2-3 and three as well. Yeah, they're 2-3, and three, and the Giants are 1-4. This is, division is still, you know, very much up for grabs. Redskins had a chance to extend the lead on the division, but they, they failed to do so. But I'm going with the Giants tonight. After what they did last week to a pretty good defensive team in the Carolina Panthers, we have a good front seven. Eagles defense is still good, but it's not that juggernaut that we saw last year. The team as a whole isn't the same juggernaut that we saw last year. Do have some injuries. Jay Ajayi is out for the season with a torn ACL. We're going to see Clement and Wendell Smallwood sharing the carries. And But I'm going with the Giants. I, I think this is their game. They are at home. I, I, I'm, re, I'm really – my gut told me to pick the Giants, so I'm going with that. Next game, we have the Falcons and the Bucks. I'm sorry, I think my... But yeah, I wanted to read my dad's pick. So I'm going with the Giants. He's going with the Eagles. Next game, Falcons and Bucks. Atlanta is 1-4, but I think they're the best 1-4 football team in the NFL. I'm picking them to beat the Bucks. The Falcons are at home. Yeah, I know how the Falcons play at home. They're a really good football team at home. Next game was the Redskins and the Panthers. I'm finding trouble picking this game because the Redskins let me down. They just look like an inconsistent football team. It looks like a team that can go 8-8 eight eight if you want to go based on the four games that they played. Played good against the Cardinals. Laid an egg the next week against the Colts. Played good against the Packers. Lay a tremendous egg against the Saints. It's just like... It's just like you don't know what to expect. It just looks like an inconsistent football club. So 8-8 eight eight will probably be their ceiling. I think best case scenario is still 9-7. It's still possible. They are 2-2. Two two. They're in a good spot. But I'm picking the Redskins to win. They have lost five straight against the Panthers, but I'm picking the Redskins to win. They have to show me something after getting stomped out on the road. They have to show me a sense of pride, either in this game or the next game against Dallas. I got to see something. I'm picking the Redskins to win. My dad is picking the Skins as well. Next game, Raiders and Seahawks. I'm picking the Seahawks. I, I, I don't like the Raiders. This is an awful football team. It's still year one for John Gruden, but it doesn't look good. Seahawks did play the Rams really well last week. I think they can build upon that and get a win against Oakland in Oakland, picking the Seahawks. Next game, the Jets and the Colts. I'm picking the Jets. I'm picking the Jets. The Colts are they're not a bad team for one of four teams. They are without T.Y. Hilton still. So I think the Jets will. The Jets are a good defensive team, so I think that will benefit them. I'm going with the Jets. Next game, Vikings and Cardinals. I think the Vikings found their swag back last week. And my dad's picking the Colts. I'm sorry, guys. But I think the Vikings got their swag back last week. They beat the Eagles. They redeemed themselves. And now they're playing the Cardinals. The Cardinals will be on the road. The Vikings are back at home. I like the Vikings to win this game. Next game, Bengals and Steelers. AFC North Showdown. This is a this is this might be the best division in football. One, 
according to you know current standings right now, the Bengals are four and one. The Steelers are two two and one, but they are the Steelers. They are still the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're regaining their mojo, and I think they have something to prove. I think they're going to beat the Bengals on the road this week. I'm going with Pittsburgh. Next game is the Browns and the Chargers. I'm going with the Browns. The Chargers are traveling to the East Coast to play in you know, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm going with the Browns to win this one. The Browns have been playing really good football. All of their games have been close. You look at the tie against Pittsburgh, you look at... The loss against the Raiders. Baker Mayfield is now starting. I like the Browns to win this one. Next game is the Texans and the Bills. After starting off 0-3, the Texans have seemed to found something, found rhythm on the offensive side of the ball as well as the defensive side of the ball. I know they didn't win quite the way they wanted to against the Cowboys, but a win is a win in the National Football League. I'm going with the Texans to defeat the Bills, and I think the Texans will win three straight, so I'm going with them. And my dad picked the Browns and the Texans as well. Wow, let's go. Next game is the Dolphins and the Bears. The Bears. I like the Bears in this game. They are coming off a of bye week. They had two weeks to prepare for the Dolphins. So I like the Bears in this one. Bears 3-1. Surprising. It's been a while since the Bears have been this good this early. Go with the Bears to win this one. Nothing against the Dolphins, but I just like the Bears. Next game, Broncos and the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. I think the Broncos will give the Rams all they can handle, but it just won't be enough. I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams, my mom's team. Next game is the Titans, the Ravens. Both teams are coming off of tough losses, losing by a field goal. But I'm going with Baltimore to bounce back. The Titans are at home this week in Tennessee. But I'm going with the Ravens to get this one done. Next game, the Cowboys and the Jaguars. Y'all know how I feel about this. I'm going with Jacksonville, going with Jacksonville to win this one. I don't like the Cowboys. I think we all know that, but I'm trying to not be so biased, but it's true. But I like the Jags to win this one. I think the Jags can contain Zeke. Uh, the, the two cornerbacks on the outside, my, my guy Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bouye are going to be licking their chops at the receivers that they're going against. Tavon Austin, Cole Beasley, Allen Hearns, Deontay Thompson, Michael Gallup. They're going to be licking their chops for real. If they can contain Zeke, they will win this game. I think they will do that. Next game, the Sunday night football matchup. This is going to be a, a showdown, wonderful showdown. It's the Patriots and the Chiefs. Wow. This is going to be a remarkable game. I will be tuned in. We'll have my popcorn ready to see my boy Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second. Yes, I said his whole name. Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second. That's my guy. I've been on the wave since I first saw him on Gruden's camp. I told y'all. I told y'all. I also told y'all weeks ago that he was going to struggle and that he did last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But he's playing the Patriots, a team that doesn't have a pass rush. They still, you know, solid on the back end. Devin McCourty back there, Patrick Chung. They have some guys. Stephon Gilmore. They have some guys out there, but I don't know. I, I know Bill Belichick is, is really good at preparing and, you know, trying to. What's the word I'm looking for? Neutralize. The opponent's strengths, but I like the Chiefs to win this one. I really do. After picking against them, I won't do it again. And my dad got the Patriots, and he also picked the Jags last game. And then the Monday Night Football matchup is going to be a matchup in Lambeau Field. I'm going with the Packers to win this one. I said early on the 49ers have a brutal schedule, and it didn't lighten up. You know, they lost Jimmy Garoppolo. But I like the Packers. The Packers are going to be back in that game. 
And then for the buys this week, we have we have the Saints and the Lions on buys. And that's that's all, that's about all I got for you guys. I just want to thank everybody for listening real quick. Just want to thank you guys for the love and support as always. Got some stuff. I'm cooking up behind the scenes. I'm cooking up. You're going to see a little bit of what I'm cooking up on the next episode. It's going to be a mailbag for all my NBA fans. NBA season is steadily approaching. I probably will drop that on Sunday or Monday. Probably Monday. I think I'll do it Monday. Drop that on y'all. Drop a bomb on y'all. It will be a mailbag, so I will be contacting you guys, asking you guys for questions, and I will definitely answer them. It's going to be an exciting season. We got my boy L.A. Braun, the Rockets. We got the Jimmy Butler drama. We heard, you know, more of that unfold yesterday. We got the Celtics at full strength. We got the Warriors, the defending champs. We just got a lot. I'm really excited for this NBA season. It's going to be fun. I'm going to hit some NBA games up. It's going to be fun, man. But for real, I just want to thank you guys for the love and support. One last time, this is Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 61 is done. Peace.